Good Love morning. Radio. This is the Healing Light Show with your host, Ken Burrow. Stay with us as we bring honor and glory to Jesus, our Savior, Deliverer, and Healer. Good morning and welcome to the Healing Light Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Ken Burrow. Sorry for the delay this morning. I was actually on another radio show and uh, she ran over just a little bit. And I was like, oh my goodness, I got to get on here because I got, I got a guest this morning. We don't want to miss out on it. In fact, this is her third time coming back. And I see we've got a couple other people on the line this morning too. Good morning, everybody. So blessed to have you here. Thank you for your patience. I do truly appreciate you. This morning we have with us Renee Friesman Boomgarden, and we're doing part three of Preparing for Spiritual Battles. I want to thank you once again for coming back. You're such an awesome guest. I always love it when you're here Aww. because because you're a blessing. You're just a blessing. So you my you. socks off. I, I'm sitting here barefooted because you blessed my socks off. Now I got to get them and put them back on. Excuse me for just a second. Okay, there they are. Oh. Well, that's quite a reach. Hey, brought out your thoughts this morning. Amen and amen. Well, yeah, this morning I had the TV show to do, and then I had the radio yeah. show as a, I was a guest, and she asked me back in December to be a guest. So I didn't okay, know we were going to have right. a conflict, but uh, praise God, conflicts are over. Now we're into part three, which is you. Hey, that's pretty cool. You're here for the that third time. You're the third thing in I my life. I know. Morning. Can you believe that? Wow. Yes, I can because it happened. <laughs> wow. I think, I don't know. I think there's a little feedback. I don't know if it's on my end or your end, but we'll, we'll just work through it and we'll bind, that, bind up the airways that we can speak clearly. I am, getting, and I am getting no feedback whatsoever. You sound crystal clear. Okay, okay so good. Good. That's great. <laughs> well, oh my goodness, what a great morning already. I, I just yeah. it's just been fantastic. I, I'm I, I have no complaints. I really don't. Me I'm neither. Just, I mean I'm very thankful. They told me that, you know, because I hadn't showed up they they'd stopped the program and I kept pitching buttons and then they actually <laughs> connected me. So I'm very, very pleased that we didn't have any technical difficulties because sometimes we do have technical difficulties. That on this format, but yeah. yeah, God's good. We're still going forward. So yeah, we are. Let's tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, and then and then let's just get straight into part three of preparing for spiritual Absolutely. battles. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm just, you know, a person that God, He'll use you wherever you are. I am a homemaker in Arkansas, and if you spend time with the Lord, you will have, (laughs) he will give you a mission. He will give you a purpose in what he wants to do. Yeah, it doesn't take, I have no, I'm just going to be honest here. I do not have a seminary degree. I don't have a special degree in anything of theology, but the Holy Spirit. You mean you didn't go to cemetery? (laughs) I mean, no, seminary. I, did not go to... <laughs> I didn't go to either of those. 
<laughs> Go ahead. Uh, you know, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit teaches you, and He puts the right people in your life to mentor you and to to bring you along. And that's hopefully what what all the things that I have learned over this time. And I try to share it as much as I can to whoever will will listen. And this show and Ken gives the opportunity to do so. I was um, saved as a young person in my teens, and it, it's just been fabulous. We came from, or I came from, a very uh, hard upbringing, a very dysfunctional family, but God redeemed it's just amazing miracle when you hear about our story and i don't know if um my brother is going to be listening today if not i'm might pull him in later if he's on but just to get going into this i had to learn about spiritual warfare i didn't know anything about it i fought an eating disorder and it wasn't until um, I had one of those dramatic moments, epic moments of I just wanted to die. And God came in and he literally took a monster out of me. And it has changed my life forever. So I want to teach people on how to really battle because you are battling something you can't necessarily see. You can see the the characteristics. You can see how they, these demons manipulate people, but maybe you haven't had the veil removed aside to see what these things really look like. And, you know, God protects us, I believe. Sometimes the veil is removed, and it is ugly. <laughs> it's very ugly. So to get on with it, I just want to recap super fast from the other two episodes of what we've gone over. I'm not going to go into detail. I encourage all you listeners, you know, whoever listens now or at a later broadcast, to listen to part one and part two because what we're doing, these are building blocks, and you are going to be so confident when you go into prayer on how to put all this together. I can assure you, your prayer life will be stronger than ever. And hopefully today we can add to that because I want to talk about our arsenal today. But before that, I want you to to realize what you're fighting. And it's Satan and all these demonic entities. You know, you hear Ephesians quoted so much that we're not fighting against flesh and blood. I encourage you to read that scripture and study that as well because there's different levels in Satan's hierarchy on how he runs things. And there's different levels of our ability of, of where we should be. I stay in my lane. So it's important to know and study that and, and study who Satan is. Know your enemy. Because he is here. If he is taking anything, if anything in your life right now is being um, stolen from you or there's some sort of discourse in your life, um, strife, if there are any sort of battles that you're fighting right now, maybe there's an addiction issue. Maybe you're overly depressed and you can't seem to shake it. These are his demonic spirit entities going to work for him. And we have to come against that. 
if you are struggling with the spirit of fear, you've got to come against it. And I want to touch upon that too at some point. If you're having relationship issues, if you're having difficulty leaving the occult, if you were involved in the occult, if you were in a coven, I know people that have been in these, and I know how hard it is for them to get out. But there is someone way bigger than Satan, and, and we know it can be done. If you're struggling with an illness, these are all Satan. So that's your enemy, and we're going to go after him. And we're teaching you how to battle. We're teaching you how to put on that armor of God and how to, to go after it. You have the sword. You, know, you have to use these weapons. And one of the main things in order to be successful, you have to be a believer. And I know Ken later in the show will offer that opportunity for, for people listening. And repent. <laughs> repent of your sins. We are not perfect. We, I fall short every day. So I'm constantly repenting and just asking the Lord to help make me better and, and not go back to the sin I've left. There are things that he, he released me from already, and I don't want to run back to those things. So you have to Amen. stay away from your sin. Yeah. And also, when you get ready to go into battle, I, I, I really want to stress this because I've battled this for the last probably three weeks. You need to remove all distractions. You have to turn off your phone. I Lord, help me with that. <laughs> me too. When I am going in to warfare, it is... I am so serious about this. You have to be completely free of distractions. And I have a habit sometimes of just letting my phone sit there and I'll see something pop up as I'm in prayer, you know, as I'm doing my thing and think, oh, somebody needs me. But no, I, I am saying right now, you pray first. You do what you are called to do in that moment in time. You pray. You have to set boundaries because there are people that will, that they will overstep their boundaries and, and it'll take you from helping someone else as well. So it's very important that you know how to set boundaries for you, especially if you're in ministry. Uh, hey, let me interject so, one thought there, if I may. Um, yes. You are correct. I struggle with distractions. I'm just being honest okay. with you. And, and it's something that I'm working on. But what we need to do as believers is to make Jesus preeminent every day. Mm-hmm. He has to be our first thought. He has to be. We have to spend time with him. He's got to be first. Everything else has to follow after that. That was my only thing I wanted to comment on. Go ahead, sweetie. Oh, that was perfect because when I don't answer a phone call or don't text back right away, I am very upfront with people. I am selfish with my time with the Lord. And nothing, I am not going to be good for anyone if I am not in the word with him. So trust me when I say this, I'm not ignoring people when I do this. I love you, but 
I have to have that time with the Lord because the enemy will come in and he'll steal. He'll 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 come up with something to keep you from doing what you are called to do. That's and, the truth. Yeah. So now with that, Holy Spirit's correcting me right now. He I was gonna go into something but I'm just listening. It's okay. Go go where the Holy Spirit leads you because okay, I just got I'm going mind to just a few seconds ago. So he's okay, here. Because follow his direction. He, it is. And and what he's telling me right now is there are people that are going to hear this broadcast and mm-hmm. they're questioning why their prayers aren't getting answered. And I was going to go into, and I will, into the how to get into the spirit realm in prayer. But for those of you that are wondering why prayers aren't getting answered, I, I'm just going to walk you through it, I guess. And the first thing that's coming is, are you fellowshipping with God? It just came off of that last comment we were talking about, removing distractions and making time for him. If you aren't fellowshipping with God, and building that relationship with him, it's going to be very difficult for those prayers to to get answered. Uh, You have to build a friendship with him. And he trusts, you know, when you build those friendships, the trust becomes greater and greater and greater. And so if your prayers aren't getting answered, how much time are you fellowshipping with God? Okay, are you making social media more of a, you know, priority versus spending time with the Lord? That is something I'm putting out there right now. I'm not coming out of a place of of being mean. It's just coming from a place of love <laughs> because he wants to spend time with you. And another thing that's coming if you're not praying in the name of Jesus, use the name of Jesus Christ when you pray. There is so much power in that name, and it, it is such a weapon. And you can use that name because it's a name above all names. So when you're praying, make sure you use that name so that the enemy knows, hey, Okay, this person knows who they are in the Lord. They know uh, who their confidence comes from, who is actually fighting this battle for them. So that's very important. Renee, and another uh, thing, yeah. May, may I interject an, a, a, another thought here? Because we, you were talking about how sometimes we feel like our prayers aren't being answered or prayers are being delayed. Yes. You know, Jesus talked about that too. And, and and in my walk, I have dealt mm-hmm. with thousands of people who have one thing in common, and that is unforgiveness. But um, Jesus said it. Yep. it Jesus said in in Mark uh, eleven verse twenty four through twenty six, I believe, he says, "Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them." Here's the cool part. And you shall have them. <laughs> but he also said, and when you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anybody, if you have aught against any, that your Father, also which in heaven, will forgive your sins. But if you do not forgive, Absolutely. Father will not 
forgive you. So God says we can have the things we need, but he put a, a caveat in there. He says, but you have to forgive. You cannot have unforgiveness in any way, shape, matter, or form in your heart. You're you right. And as I'm you have to let it go. And if you let things go, then God's going to let things go. And the blessings will then start to flow. Your prayers will start being answered. That is the oh, cat. That's, that's what I wanted to add because I think it's important. I think that was perfect. As I'm sitting here, I'm writing. I have my list that's just coming to mind. And that that's on there. I mean, perfect. Good. Perfect timing. Perfect Good. timing. And another verse that is popping in is Proverbs. When you're indifferent, and what I mean by saying indifference, when you are ignoring God's words of wisdom, there's a problem, okay? And I believe, I'm hoping I'm right here, Proverbs 124 through 28. Yes, yes. But since you refuse to listen when I call and no one pays attention when I stretch out my hand, since you disregard all my advice and don't accept my rebuke, I in turn will laugh when disaster strikes you. I will mock when calamity overtakes you. When calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster sweeps over you like a whirlwind, when distress and trouble overwhelm you, then... They will call to me, but I will not answer. They will look for me, but they will not find me. So that's pretty powerful words right there. And that's Amen. In Proverbs. So, so if somebody, you know, God sent to you and is using them to minister to you, but you're not listening to his words that, that he has given them to share with you personally, keep Proverbs 1. 24 through 28 in mind because he he wants you to be free. He wants your prayers answered. So you have to really don't don't ignore good advice. Uh, you have a free will, obviously, and that's never going to be messed with. But take it to prayer. If some if you go to somebody and you want advice or somebody's taking you through prayer and deliverance. Please, please take this verse verses into into mind and and kind of just meditate on them. Another thing it's that a, keeps go ahead. It's amazing to me. I I have people have contacted me. Please pray for me. And there's people out there who who have actually tried to tell me how to do my job. <laughs> tell me what not to do and what to do, and I'm like. Okay, you know more than I do. Why did you ask me? Um, and, and it's unfortunate that that happens. And that truly has happened to me. And not that long ago here recently, uh, please pray for me. I, I need deliverance. And then when I go to do the prayer of deliverance, well, we, you don't need to do that part. You don't need to do that part. And she would not listen to what I said. All she did was tell me how to do things. And I, I finally said, you know, sweetie, I want to pray for you, yes. but you have to be you have to be open to right. people praying. If you want someone to pray for you, be open to it. I don't understand why Absolutely. people ask for prayer and then try to tell you how to do it. How you know what? In my case, or, thirty-five years of proven proven ways of of, of getting people delivered. 
and then they're going to tell me yeah. what to do or not to do. And the same thing, people ask me for, for prayers of healing, beg me for it. And then when I call them, oh, I can't do it right now. Uh, or, you know, can we do this later? Or, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand that thinking concept. If, if God's going to bring you an opportunity to get healed, if it was me, I would grab on that opportunity and say, "Thank you, Lord. I sure went and postponed it five or six times." So what yeah, she's I saying you, is, you have I, to apply 100%. this stuff. Okay. Yeah. I yes. interjected 100%. again. That's part of my no, job. It, <laughs> no, this is, yeah, this is great because it really reiterates what I'm saying. It's not just coming from me, but I'm use, we're using scripture. We're using this. It's not my words, okay? This is strictly from the Bible. So don't ignore the words of God's wisdom. And Amen. if somebody is trying to help you and you, here's another thing that's coming. The spirit of okay. fear is huge. That's like one of the major things that so holds people back in their prayer. And I just want to address that right now because there are some people I absolutely love. And, and I've worked with them. But when you don't take your thoughts captive and you keep letting that spirit yeah, enslave you, I can't do all the work for you. you. I can intercess and I can go into prayer and I can cast those demons out and take you through deliverance. But you have to do work too. And, and that's, that's the part of just renewing your mind every day and putting on praise and worship and just, just taking those negative thoughts captive. And I tell you what, Amen. when you do that, you are going to soar to new levels. And it says in Proverbs, gosh, Proverbs is a wonderful, I love Proverbs. Yeah, holding every the, thought captive to obey Jesus. Yes, is a, yes. Is, the, is, there's so much wisdom in that. I mean, I have just, I've been serving God for years, but I did not really understand what that meant into this past year or so. Because the devil's going to try to take you to fear, as you said. He's going, one of his biggest things he loves to do is take you to the past. Something you can't yeah. change anyhow. He remind you know, you. And, yeah. yeah, he wants to remind you of the past. And that's when you simply say, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I all of a sudden got congested, and that doesn't happen to me often. Anyhow. Uh-oh. That's okay. devil don't want to hear what I got to say. That's okay. I'm going no, to say that's anyhow. just it. I agree. But I simply do this, and, and it works, because the Bible says if you resist the devil, he'll flee. When he tries to take me to the past, when he tries to put fear on me, I simply say, I hold every thought captive to obey my Jesus. Now get out of here. And immediately he's gone, because once you do that, you're back where God wants you to be, which is in the presence. I think in uh, Luke 9.62 it says, a man who puts a hand to the plow and looks back, is not fit for the service of the kingdom of God. So we have to look at the very moment and look forward to what God's going to put in front of us. And again, I'm interjecting, but it's oh, a talk it's, show. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> exactly. No, it's it's absolutely great. More wisdom. And then we also have the fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be saved. So when you have those thoughts of fear, 
You have to think, whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. You don't have to be afraid. Don't let fear hold you back from from your prayer life and getting those prayers answered. And Amen. I'll leave it at that, but fear is is a I, I don't I don't like that demon at all. I, I just don't you, you so know, I always I, try I, to come against Joyce come against Meyer that actually one. May, Joyce Meyer actually takes the word fear and she turned it into an acronym. I, I don't care if you like Joyce Meyer or if you don't. The acronym stands by itself. Fear. That's evidence appearing real. Laundry list rather than going to the word, 
aligning what you're asking for. Does it align with God's word? And when you find that what you're asking for is in alignment with the Lord's word, then then you are well on your way to getting those prayers answered because they will be answered. Uh, is there anything, I mean, there's a, a bunch of reasons why prayers go unanswered, but I think those are the top ones that I'm, I'm kind of picking on. And, oh, oh, here's one, here's one. How about taking care of yourself, uh, your body? If you are overindulgent and not caring for your body, your body is a temple. The Holy Spirit is in you, and you have to make him welcome. If, if you're not taking care of yourself, uh, make sure you kind of make that a priority as well. You get one body, and if it's changing your your eating habits or trying to get more exercise, whatever it is, try to take care of yourself because you will be stronger and you will be able to to move forward and, and just endure, endure these long, you know, sometimes I'm in prayers for hours and hours and hours. And it, it's amazing when you take care of yourself, God takes care of you. And that, I guess that's something I wanted to hit home on as well. Yes. But I understand. Here's the yeah. Other, yeah. So, okay, I guess I got that off, off my chest, I guess, so to speak. <laughs> um, and I don't know if it was for anyone in particular, but, but maybe it'll, it'll help someone. And, when we're entering into the spirit realm in prayer, there are things you have to do. You have to hate the evil that you're going after. You have to hate it. You can't like your demons. Some people like their demons and they'll never get rid of them because they don't want to give up their carnal ways. And if, if you are in a, Exactly. And if you are going to war for someone or step in the spirit realm for someone and pray with them or for them, you have to hate that evil that's stealing and killing and destroying your loved ones. Or if it's you yourself, you've got to hate them with perfect hatred. Like David, you know, spoke in Psalms, I believe, and he, he counts them as his, as his enemies. So David had righteous anger, which is okay, you can have righteous anger, especially if it's against the devil. And God knows, or sorry, David knew that God was going to deal with with the evil ones. So keep that in mind. So you can hate, you can hate Satan, and you will be very, very good at this. But you have to have knowledge as well when you go into prayer in the spirit realm because you don't want to go in there ignorant. And this is all about conditioning yourself, just like being that, that warrior. You, it's just like, you know, training. Uh, you cannot be ignorant to his devices. You have to know your enemy. And by knowing your enemy, you can use the word, the sword of the spirit to go against him. And that's what you're going to use. You're going to use God's word when you are in prayer. And you've got to be persistent. You have to press on because if you don't and you give up in the middle of this battle, then then he wins. And you don't want that. I don't like to lose, honestly, and I know we haven't lost because it was already done and 
the victory is already ours to win, but you do have uh-huh. to press through. And another thing, when you're going into this and you're praying for someone, here's where that spirit of fear comes up, I guess is why I brought it up earlier, is because people get scared. They get scared of backlash because the enemy may want to retaliate. But you, that's why they you get scared of the results, too. Yeah, to that too. You, you. That it's that's not going to work the way they. Point. Yeah. Right. That's again, a great fear, point. Fear is not real. That's all I can say. Right. Right. I. I'm I like mean, you. you experience it, but if you walk past the fear, you'll find it never had a foothold in the first place. As I said right. previously. And, yep, and that is one, and I'm gonna just say again, 100% truth right there. And also, when you do this, when I go into the, in the spirit realm and when I go into prayer and intercession, I find my secret place or my quiet place where I know that I am, it's just me and maybe the music I'm playing, just, I just create that environment. And sometimes you don't have that luxury. Sometimes you just have to go into prayer no matter where you're at because the Holy Spirit is prompting you. Sometimes you don't have that luxury to create the the most beautiful atmosphere where the fragrances, you know, the Lord comes in. Sometimes you just have to go into prayer. And I've done that many times, especially with our son in military um, and other family members, uh, just going into these, these prayers, you know, really quick, quick like, and I'm glad that the Holy Spirit will prompt. So if you do have something pop in your head, and it's a person's name or something, even if you don't know what's going on, just ask the Holy Spirit to help you pray and for that person if that person needs prayer. If not, who who doesn't need prayer anyway, even if you're Amen. meant to be? So it's a great way just to keep practicing, too, and listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Uh, another thing I do, like, when I go into, into prayer is pick my position. Sometimes I'll be sitting other times I might just get on my knees and, and bow down. And other times I might just walk around with my hands up and just, you know, it, it's different mm-hmm. sometimes how I, what, what is going on in the spirit realm and how I do this. If I'm battling, there might be times I'm just like, oh, just praying in the spirit and just, just going at it. So there's really no right or wrong way. Whatever position you are comfortable in, it's it's okay. You might get on your face. You might just bow down and lay your head on your bed. So what, whatever way, whatever position you want, there there is no right or wrong way. So I, I just want to to reiterate that. Don't feel foolish and just go for it. You, you know, just just enjoy. Enjoy and but it's that good fight. Uh, so now that we've touched upon like going into that realm, I'm going to talk about your arsenal. We talked about the, you know, the armor of God, how to suit up before and, and how to, to use that armor and how to use the sword. But one of the great pieces of your arsenal is the blood. And the blood of Jesus Christ that was slain for us, the blood of the Lamb. It talks about in uh, Revelations 12:11. 
it talks about our spiritual weapons and how we utilize them. And they, believers on earth, overcame him, meaning Satan, by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives to death. So the blood is very um, powerful because it overcomes Satan every single time. That's never going to change. So when I was first learning this and I heard this term, oh, you know, plead the blood, plead the blood. I'm like, all right, plead the blood. Well, there's a little more knowledge to learn from that. And when you learn that knowledge, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm pleading the blood. (laughs) You better believe it. When, When we talk about that, you know, to explain what that really means, uh, it's our testimony. And, and I have studied several people, and one of my favorites is Derek Prince. I, I really enjoy his teachings. And when I listen to, I don't know how many teachings on the blood, I just, every time. So it's kind of, memor- you know, you memorize it. But we have to testify what the blood does for us. If we don't testify this wonderful gift, then nothing goes into motion. So it constantly reminds us our power over Satan. And then it constantly reminds him that he's he's been defeated. So it's kind of a win-win situation. And it causes him harm. Anytime we're given glory to God with his word and with what he's done for us, it it just a wonderful feeling to know that we're we're harming the evil in the spirit realm. And when you study the blood, also you can look what it did for the Israelites when they applied it to their homes. They had specific instructions. So this is how how they had to apply it. They had to go get hyssop, which is a bundle of basically a plant that grew. And they had to apply the blood of a, of a lamb over their doorpost. And by doing this, the Lord told them he will strike. He, he's going to protect them. But you have to put this on your doorpost in a specific way. Otherwise, you know, the, the spirit of death is going to come in and strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. But as they put it on, he's going to pass over them. And he's not, he wouldn't allow the destroyer to enter into their homes. That's how we apply the blood effectively in our lives. We use his word, which is the testimony of him dying on the cross. And this makes the blood available for whatever situation we are in, whatever's coming after us. Amen. So apply it. And what, can I, the can I backtrack is, just a little bit? Yeah. You were talking about overcoming by the blood and the testimony. Do you know what the word testimony means? You're going to share it with us. I am. Yeah. From the Greek and Hebrew, it means God will do it again. You know, when I pray for people oh, to get that. healed. Yeah, me too. When I pray for people to get healed or I pray for people's deliverance, I tell my charge for it. And the charge is you must give a testimony because your testimony mm-hmm will affect others in a positive way. They'll too say, yeah. oh, God can do that for me too. 
So it's important that we Absolutely. give our testimony. I, right. I, we're running out of time quickly. I want to give the opportunity. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I know. Every time we get together, it does this, don't it? It does. Uh, it does. I, we do have a couple of listeners on the line. I'm going to give them an opportunity to give some input if they desire to. If you desire okay. to, fine. If you don't, just don't say anything. I'm just going to call out the last four numbers of your phone number. If you want to say something, you're more than welcome to. If you don't, you don't have to. We'll just move on. Um, and I also want to take a couple minutes after that to give people an opportunity to get to know Jesus as their personal Savior. And then uh, we'll let you close close the show and wrap things up. with. I know you okay. have much more to share. Okay, so go comments you're more than welcome to make one right now uh, well once again god bless you guys oh, oh well god too. bless you for at least saying hi good morning uh thank you good so morning. very much all right well we're going to keep on going uh what i want to do now is as renee had said earlier in the program one of the things i like to do each and every time we do this show is if you don't know jesus christ as your personal savior today Today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off. Mm-mm. See, we were all born to sin, so all of us are sinners. That includes me, every listener that's on here. It includes Renee. But we came to an understanding that if we did not repent of our sins, if we did not acknowledge Jesus Christ as the Son of God, then we would die in our sins, and our eternal destination would not be heaven. Hell is real, heaven is real. So I want to give you an opportunity to simply do this. I don't be all religious about that because I know many people have come to know Jesus and it didn't happen at church and it didn't happen because some preacher was preaching to them. It happened because they simply said, Lord, if you're real, if Jesus, if you're real, prove it to me. And I'm telling you, if you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died upon that cross, Three days later, he rose again, and you confess that you're a sinner, and you ask him to forgive you. I promise you this. He will forgive you of your sins, and he will come into your life. And the moment you do that, you will never, ever, ever have a doubt in your mind that he is real. So invite him into your life today. Say, Jesus, come into my life. Show me that you really do exist. Now, it's not going to be a bed of roses. You know, Jesus ain't Santa Claus. He ain't going to answer all your prayers just because you're asking. But he will come into your life when you ask him to. That I can promise you. So, again, today is the day of salvation. Ask him into your life. All right, Renee, we've got 14 minutes. (laughs) Keep going, girl. Wow. We're on the blood. Well, I'm going to just real quick... The blood, just give a recap. Um, I'm looking at, I write stuff down as we're sitting here. It redeems us. 
it forgives, it's forgiveness, it's cleansing, and it's justification. So when we plead that blood, we get all these benefits, okay? So when you go into prayer, just plead that blood and use it to your advantage because it is going to slay some some enemies on that battlefield. Amen. Another, yeah, it, it, just plead the blood. If anything Amen. else, if you lose, if you don't remember anything, plead the blood. Uh, one of the other things, when you go into prayer, um, you need faith and you need to be obedient, especially if you go into intercession for someone. Um, this morning, I before getting on right before we got on the air, I got a message from someone that needed uh, some extra prayers this morning. She she is doing amazing with her sobriety, and she just reached out and just wanted some help this morning in staying strong. And that is what you need. You need people in your life that, when you know you're struggling with something, pull pull those prayer warriors in. Okay, let them intercess. Let them step in the gap. And help you get through whatever it is you're get you know you need help with as far as those those prayers and, and becoming strong in your walk because God has put the right people like I said in my own life that I can turn to and they're they're just such a gift and such a blessing to have and I learn from them every single time, no matter how long you've been saved, whether you're a baby Christian or mature in your walk, you can always learn from someone in, in the faith. So, so it's really important. And I don't know, do you have, I'm kind of going to go into intercession here and what it means to step in the gap. Uh, It's important that when you do this for someone that you don't, become burdened yourself okay you leave it at the at the cross or at the throne with the lord and let him handle it you pray in the spirit which is something i really wanted to get into it um on how to to pray in tongues and and put that weapon into play as well but when you're in this this intercession we'll, we'll, we'll say you have to learn how to release your prayer burdens to the heavenly father because it could, you know, I want to pray for everyone. I want to take on everyone's battles and let the Lord use me for that. And he has given me a gifting in prayer intercession, and it's been wonderful. I, I can't, I don't, it's hard, but I'm not complaining. So when you communicate directly with God, when you're in, you, when you're in the spirit, in this in this realm, you're communicating directly with God, and your prayer life is going to just explode, and you'll get word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and I don't know, do you have a number on there, 3501 by chance, Ken? Oh, uh, hang on a second, I'm, oh, 3501, no. 35, okay, oh, I was going to have my brother, brother, he walks in the prophetic. Yeah, he walks in the prophetic. And sure how about intercession? In. I know. And, and he probably will listen in a little. I don't know what he was doing at this time this morning. but Do, do me um, a favor, would you? Yeah. I want you to do me a favor. I want you yes. to have your brother contact me 
And we'll okay. and if he's willing, we'll bring him on the radio show or on the TV okay. show, and we'll talk about these things. Oh, I think that would is, you do that, that for me? Be, um, I will. I will make a Thank note you. of that right now. I got it. Um, Good. One of the things, one of the stories I wanted to share about intercession is when I was in college, and this is such a powerful, powerful story. He tells it so much better than than me because it happened to him. I was in college and I was at a bar one night. Well, not just one night, many, many nights. (laughs) But (laughs) I was, I, I, anyway, we won't go talk about that. But I, I was in a place I shouldn't have been. And that particular night was different than any other night because something was going to happen to me. And my brother, who lives in Oklahoma, the Lord, somehow he doesn't know if he took him there physically or if he just took him there in the spirit. He doesn't know for sure how how it happened, but he was at the bar with me. And he is in Oklahoma. The bar is in Iowa. He's never been to this bar in Iowa. <laughs> so anyway, he, he's trying to get a hold of me all night. This is before cell phones. And he's just in constant prayer because the Lord showed him the bar. He showed him where I was. He showed him the layout of the bar. He, and he showed him three gentlemen. Well, not gentlemen, three, three of the guys that went to college with me. And they were plotting something very sinister to do to me one in particular they were going to rape me I was going to be raped that night and my brother heard the conversation and he 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 told me where they were standing he told me what they were wearing and he told me intricate details of where I was that there was no way he would have known being in Oklahoma and me being in Iowa so that particular night at this bar, uh, it got raided. So his prayers, he, he just prayed all through the night. He just prayed until basically he could talk to me. And he did feel a release, though, late, like early morning hours. And that would have been about the time I got home. And he told me what what happened to him like yeah I know exactly who you're talking about and I told him who they were and I said yep that's exactly what they were wearing and I was just like you sure you weren't there and I said the the cops came they raided the bar and I got out safely and I got back to my dorm and he from that day on it just it was ingrained in my mind like okay God's protecting me and he used my brother to, to step in the gap for me when I didn't know anything was going to happen to me. And it's just such a powerful, and there's story after story with our families and, and what, you know, doing that and seeing things like that. But that one in particular was my first, um, like, aha moment. Like, oh, there's more to this than I, than I know. So when you step in the gap for someone, the Lord may show you uh, something to help you when you're praying. I don't know. Does that make sense, Mr. Ken? I, I'm yes. trying to explain intercession. Okay. Um, so anyway, know that you're doing something powerful when you're intercessing on somebody's behalf. Another tool we have in our arsenal is fasting. I think there are a lot of Christians out there that 
that don't do this. And it's so sad because it's such a powerful, another, I keep, I sound like a broken record. It's so powerful. It's so powerful, but this is our arsenal and, and we are not going on the battlefield with naked. We, we have all this stuff to use and fasting and praying and self-denial for a higher purpose is, is oh, it's, you need to do this as a, as a believer. It doesn't say, um, sometimes, we, you know, it doesn't say not fast. It says when you fast. So Jesus expects us to fast. And it's, Amen. it breaks bondages. It strengthens your prayer life. And it will bring revelation to you, too. And there are several different kinds of fasting that you can do. You can do a 24-hour fast. You can do a partial fast. Uh, there's the three-day total abstinence fast of food and, and water. But obviously, if you have a medical condition, I wouldn't recommend doing an extended fast unless you have talked to your doctor. But there's total fast. Um, and, and some people like to make up their own fast, and I've been kind of guilty of that as well. But when you actually get into an in-depth study of fasting, uh, I like to stick with the Bible. I like to stick with with what the Bible says about fasting. Uh, yes, I will fast from social media and all that, but that's just good for anyone. <laughs> you, yeah. Does that make sense? I think that fasting. You know when I, when, when I fast, good. when I fast, I uh, I go on a liquid fast because I'm at an age where I I I can't go on just a water fast anymore. God tells mm-hmm. me not to do that. But you know, there's a lot of things that you can you can you know, soups, cheese soup. I love cheese soup, yeah. tomato soup. Uh, slim fast shakes during a fast. I'll drink one or two of those. And not only okay. have I got have I gained good spiritual, uh, uh, I've also gained. Well, not gained. I've actually lost uh, <laughs> over 33 pounds. Since I've started in this wow, past year, and that's beneficial. It's not only beneficial spiritually; it's also beneficial physically. Because God yes. wants us to be healthy, both spiritually and physically. But we're down to three minutes, sweetie. I see that. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, we're touching on this fasting, and I encourage you to get in your Bible study every single scripture on fasting and and apply this to your arsenal use this in your prayer life it's absolutely great great piece of arsenal the bible tells us if you draw go ahead if you draw near to him he if you draw near to him he will draw near to you and that's what you're doing out of my mouth When you're fasting, I'm starting to talk like one of those auctioneers now. I'm trying to talk really fast. (laughs) That's all right. I think, you know, we we hit a lot of good points today. And when Holy Spirit took took me off in a different direction right off the bat, uh, it kind of put put other things. Yeah, it, well, you're it such a great, great guest. I don't know when we're going to get you back, but I do want to bring you back again because you're an awesome guest, and, and I just love you. Amen. I love, I love, love you, love you too. So, 
So thank you so very, very much for once again joining us here on Blog Talk Radio. I I want to promote something new. Uh, the man who actually created this channel, this, this program, Reverend Stan Schill, is going to be our guest on the 11th of March. So I want to invite everybody to join us on that. Plus, every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, 7.30 Central Time, we are now live on YouTube, Facebook, and the Roku channel with the Healing Light Ministries Early Morning Show, which I'm the guest host of. Basically, I'm the weatherman. But nonetheless, <laughs> we want to invite you to join us on that program also. I believe God's going to do something with that because it's it's completely different. It's completely different. I mean, we're not preaching at you. Of course, we talk about God because God is preeminent in our life. But we also talk about other things, you know, news, what's going on. It's a, it's a TV show based on a radio format. And I spent 25 years in radio, so we have a lot of fun with that. Renee, once again, God bless you. Please bless, you, bless, Mr. bless you. Thank you. But we Me are out too. of time, so I want to invite my wife to come in here and say bye-bye. You have been listening to The Healing Light Show with your host, Ken Burrow. Prayerfully consider supporting this ministry. To donate, go to The Healing Light Radio Show on Facebook, where you will find a link to donate. Thanks for listening. Be blessed and be a blessing.